Blog Talk Radio.
Take it all away, take it all away till all that's left is true. And the sun slide down from heaven. Search me, search me. I'm open, I'm open. Search me, search me. Search me, search me. You're the only one qualified. You're the only one qualified. Cause you made me, you made me. Cause you made me.
Father God, I thank you for another opportunity, God, to sit before your people to tell them what thus says the Lord. I thank you, God, for giving me the strength, God, to sit before them tonight, Lord God. And, Lord God, to minister this word, God, that your name may get the glory. To God be the glory. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Poppy Stacy. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. The foundational text for tonight comes from Colossians 3, verses 18 through 19. That's Colossians chapter 3, verses 18 through 19 from the CEV. In the Bible, the headline says, Some Rules for Christian Living. Some Rules for Christian I'm having technical difficulty. Hold on a minute.
I'll be right with you. Thank you for being patient. Now let's start over from the top. The headline says, Some Rules for Christian Living. Again, this is Colossians 3, verses 18 and 19 from the CEV. A wife must put her husband first. This is her duty as a follower of the Lord. Verse 19, a husband must love his wife and not abuse her. Tonight's message is entitled, Life After the Abuse. Life After the Abuse. Somebody, these two verses are powerful. These two verses are powerful and really address what you're going through. These two verses are powerful, and they really address what you're going through. The abuse is coming from your husband. Somebody, the abuse is coming from your husband, and in spite of how you are physically being treated, and in spite of how you physically, you're physically being treated, you still think you're supposed to put him first. You still think you're supposed to put him first above all your wants and needs as a person. You still think you're supposed to put him first above all your needs, above all your wants as a person. Somebody, I know you can relate to that. And you feel that way simply because he is your husband and you made vows. There's always your excuse, but I made vows. Vows he broke, mind you. Vows he broke. The minute he put his hands on you, the minute he hit you, the minute he became physically, physically violent with you, the minute he became physical with you in a manner that had nothing to do with loving or promoting who you are, the minute he became physical with you in a manner that had nothing to do with loving you or promoting who you are, he broke your wedding vows. Remember, the second half of tonight's foundational text says, a husband must love his wife. A husband must love his wife. Emphasis on the word must. As you can see, love is a must. For a husband to his wife Love is a must for a husband to his wife Because if he really loves you Listen to me carefully somebody Because if he really loves loves you If he really loves his wife He won't abuse Or allow anyone else to abuse her He won't allow anyone else to abuse you And neither will he abuse you The love If that man really loves you whether you're married or just dating, if that man really loves you, whether you're married or just dating, not only will he not abuse you, not only will he not abuse you, but he won't allow anyone else to abuse you or mistreat you either. He won't allow anyone else to mistreat you or abuse you either. I've said this before. If you've been listening to Prolific Fire for, for some time, I'm sure you've heard me say this before, but it's worth saying again on tonight. I've said this before, but what I really admire about Boaz is how he protected Ruth. What I really admire about Boaz is how he protected Ruth, protected her femininity, even before they were married. 
or even thinking of becoming husband and wife. He protected her, even before they were married, or even thinking of becoming husband and wife. Let me read this scripture to you. So Boaz said to Ruth, my daughter, listen to me. Don't go and glean in another field, and don't go away from here. Stay here with the women who work for me. Watch the field where the men are harvesting, and follow along after the women. I have told the men not to lay a hand on you. I have told the men not to lay a hand on you. And whenever you are thirsty, go and get a drink from the water jars the men have filled. There's Ruth chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. Ruth chapter 2, verses 8 and 9 from the NIV. Boaz told the men not to lay a hand on her. Boaz told the men not to lay a hand on her. I remember the first time I read that scripture, I got so excited. I got free just knowing that Boaz knew. With all the money he had, with all the business knowledge he had, he still was a man that knew. You don't abuse a woman. I don't care how successful you are. I don't care how handsome you are. I don't care how many women you think you can get. Have gotten. Will get. You don't abuse a woman. You don't treat a woman as though she's lower than you. And that just really blessed me. It really blessed me because a real man doesn't stoop so low as to lay his hands on a woman. Because a real man doesn't stoop so low as to lay his hands on a woman. And Boaz knew that. Sadly, though, a lot of women, a lot of my sisters listening in on tonight, see, the devil didn't want this message to go forward, but oh, no, 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 it's going forward. It's going forward just for you, sister, because sadly, a lot of, of women, a lot of my sisters listening in here tonight, you don't know that, and you want to know how I know that you don't know. I know that you don't know based on how you talk. I get sick and tired. I mean, sick and tired of seeing a man you call Boaz, but he's being less than a decent bow to you. I get sick and tired of seeing a man you call Boaz. That's what you said. You called him Boaz, but he's less than a bow, less than a decent bow to you. He's not even your husband. That's the thing. He's not even your husband. He's your boyfriend, and he's laying his hands on you, putting his hands on you, and you still, and still you call him your Boaz, and still you call him your Boaz. Sis, I don't care what you call him. Hear me. I don't care what you call him until you're able to call that controlling, manipulative spirit out of him until you're able to call that controlling, manipulative spirit out of him, domineering spirit out of him. Giving him a name like Boaz is just a a waste of time. Giving him a name like Boaz is just a waste of time for somebody like him. Until you're able to call those spirits out, you can call him whatever you want. It don't matter. He's still not Boaz. Again, the second half of tonight's foundational text says, a husband must love his wife and not abuse her. A husband must love his wife and not abuse her. 
Colossians 3 and 19 from the CEB. And let's look at verse 14 right quick. Verse 14 of the same chapter says, Love is more important than anything else. Love is more important than anything else. It is what ties everything completely together. Notice it says not halfway together, completely together. Love is the most important thing. It is what ties everything completely together. That's Colossians 3 and 14 from the CEB. So if love is what ties everything together, hear me, if love is what ties everything completely together, that means when he's abusing you and not loving you as he should, that means when he's abusing you and not loving you as he should, there is an untying taking place in the spirit realm. That means that love is what ties everything together. When he's abusing you and not loving you as he should, there's an untying taking place in the spirit realm. Because the Spirit of God wants nothing to do with abuse. Abuse is not of God. And I want you to know tonight that the Spirit of God wants nothing to do with abuse. Somebody, you're saved, and the Holy Spirit has been telling you for months, for months now to go, to leave now. The Holy Spirit has been telling you because you're saved. He's been telling you for months to go, to leave now. But you too concerned about how it's going to look to somebody else. But still, the Holy Spirit has been telling you to go to leave now. But you won't yield or even trust what you're hearing or feeling. Somebody, your inability to hear the Holy Spirit, somebody, your inability to hear the Holy Spirit really grieves him, and he's trying to save your life. It really grieves him as he's trying to save your life right now. He's trying to save your life right now. Somebody even, you need to know that the reason that you tune into Polyphic Fire on tonight is that the Holy Spirit is trying to save your life. I guess Forrest Gump is not the only one that needs to be encouraged to run. I guess Forrest Gump is not the only one that needs to be encouraged to run. Run, Forrest, run. Go, leave. It's sad, but so Often this is what happens. And so you stay and endure the abuse. And so you you stay and you endure the abuse, some of which is verbal, some of which is verbal. He don't even know how to talk to you, sis. He don't even know how to talk to you without malicious name calling. He don't even know how to talk to you without malicious name calling, et cetera. He don't mind saying MF this and D is in front of your name or just completely calling you the B word and calling you this and calling you that, calling you everything but your actual name, calling you out your name, malicious name calling. He don't even know how to talk to you, but yet you claim him to be your boaz. He is so not a boaz. Let me drop this revelation on you. Let me drop this revelation on you because somebody needs it tonight. I'm going to drop it on you the way the Lord dropped it on me the other day, just out of the blue. The Holy Spirit said, Adam had to get permission from God to put his mouth on the animals. Adam had to get permission from God to put his mouth on the animals and call them anything. He had to get permission from God to put his mouth on the animals and call them anything. Let's look at it in the Bible. 
Now the Lord God has formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was his name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds and the sky and the birds in the in the sky and all the wild animals. That's Genesis chapter two verses nineteen nineteen through twenty. Genesis two verses nineteen through twenty. Let's recap right quick. God brought the animals to the man. God brought the animals to the man. He brought the animals to Adam, meaning he handed over his authority. He brought the animals to Adam, meaning he handed over his authority, and he gave Adam permission to name them. And here you are, in a relationship. I wish you would ask me what they got to do with me. I'm about to tell you. And here you are, in a relationship with, living with, married to a man who God has not given authority to or his permission to, but yet he's calling you every ungodly name there is. See, Adam had to get permission to call the animals anything. But here this man is that you're living with, in a relationship with, married to even, and God has not given him the authority or the permission to call you anything, but yet he's calling you every ungodly name there is. If Adam, here's the point, if Adam had to get permission from God before naming the animals, before calling the animals anything, don't you think you are more valuable than animals? Think about it. Think about it. Don't you think you're more valuable than animals? Don't you think you deserve to be called better? Don't you think you deserve to be called better? Well, whether you know it or not, I know for sure you don't deserve to be called out of your name. I know for sure you don't deserve to be called out of your name. There's verbal abuse. There's verbal abuse. But love, words can be condemning. Words can be condemning. Punches are condemning, designed to shut down your spirit and severely damage your self-esteem. Punches are condemning. Words can be condemning. All of it's designed to shut down your spirit and severely damage your self-esteem. Please don't let it be on tonight. We come against that on tonight in the name of Jesus, that your self-esteem will not be damaged from everything that you're going through. The Lord will restore your self-esteem on tonight in the name of Jesus. And just what does the Bible say about condemnation? Since words are words can be condemning the punches and punches and hits and slaps, all of that can be condemning. What does the Bible say about condemnation? If you're saved, if you're saved, let me remind you that the Bible says, therefore, there is now no condemnation. For those who are in Christ Jesus, therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Romans 8 and 1 from the NIV. In other words, you shouldn't be living like that. In other words, you shouldn't be living like that. Almost a shutdown. Somebody, you're almost a shutdown physically. Almost a shutdown emotionally, mentally. To the point that somebody under the sound of my voice. 
You're on the verge of having a nervous breakdown. You're on the verge of having a nervous breakdown. I bind the the symptoms. I bind the symptoms of a nervous breakdown. I bind it right now. In the name of Jesus, you will not break down, but you will break through. Break through this situation. You will find breakthrough and discover that there is life after abuse. After this message on tonight, your life is going to change for the better. Moving on. And if you're not saved, still I have a scripture for you. I came prepared on tonight. If you're not saved, still I have a scripture for you. In the Bible, it says of God, for you created my innermost being. For you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Psalms 139 and 13 from the NIV. So while you might not be saved yet, because I'm believing that you're going to get saved tonight. So while you might not be saved yet, you are still God's creation. You are still God's creation. He created you. And because he created you, he's your creator. You wear a price tag on you that's more expensive than Gucci, more expensive than Chanel. Simply put, you are too expensive. Hear me, girl. Hear me, sis. You are too expensive to keep selling yourself short in a situation like what you're in. You're too expensive to keep selling yourself short, too expensive to keep selling yourself cheap in a situation like you're in, like what you're in right now. Maybe words can be corrected. Maybe over time he can learn to stop saying the things that he say to you. Maybe. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on that. But if you're being hit, hear me, but if you're being hit, Punched, left with a black eye, broken ribs, et cetera. That's a deal breaker. Absolutely, no, 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 no. That's a deal breaker. That's the deal breaker. Vows or no vows, that's the deal breaker. I'll say it one last time for tonight. I'm going to say it one last time for tonight because I want somebody to grab it and get it in your spirit and do what you need to do for yourself. A husband must love his wife and not abuse her. Abuse is not acceptable to God. The, if, if it was, it wouldn't be in the word of God that a husband should not abuse his wife. Again, that's Colossians 3.19, CEV. Let's look at the definition of abuse. The first definition says, abuse means to treat a person or animal with cruelty or violence, especially regularly or repeatedly. And somebody, this is going on regularly, it's repeatedly, and you need to get out of it, point blank, period. The second definition says that abuse is cruel and violent treatment of a person or animal, a black eye, and other signs of physical abuse, physical abuse, a black eye, and other signs of physical abuse. Please, I beg you, put yourself first for a change. Vows or no vows. Put yourself first for a change. It's okay to do that. Get out of that situation. Get out of that situation. Make plans slowly. You need to make plans slowly and unnoticeably. That simply means if um, when you're by yourself, if you're looking at your computer, trying to plan where you would go, what you would do, when you leave that situation, make sure that you go back to to your computer and you erase 
your history. Erase your history on your computer so nobody will know what you've been looking at. I'm giving you clear instructions on tonight, as the Holy Spirit gave it to me. If you're viewing where you want to live, the new house that you're going to try to purchase or try to go see and see can you rent it or buy it or whatever, because that's a part of your getting out of the situation. Do not leave that on the computer. Go and erase your history off of the computer. That's what it means. Make plans slowly and unnoticeably because sometimes you have to exit in private. You can't let everybody know what you're doing, especially the person that's been abusing you. Sometimes you have to make an exit in private, unknown to the devil and people alike, mainly your abuser, and do it consistently. And if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, this is important. And if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, we're going to invite the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in to help you, to assist you through. Because in a situation like this, you're going to need the Holy Spirit backing you, telling you what to do, how to do it, and when to do it. You're going to need the timing of God. In order to have the timing of God to do what you need to do, you need the Holy Spirit. Because There is life after the abuse, which is the title of tonight's message. Again, there's life after the abuse. Life after the abuse, tonight's message. Let's pray. Father God, I pray that right now your Holy Spirit has already drawn the ones who were supposed to be saved tonight. Draw them to this word on tonight. Draw them to Jesus. As they open up their hearts to you and accept Jesus, somebody just say, I need you to repeat this after me. Jesus, I accept you into my life. I believe you are God's son and that you died to cover, to pay for my sins. Not only to cover my sins, but to pay for my sins. Father God, help them receive Receive of your power via the Holy Spirit. Receive of your wisdom. Receive of your divine instruction. Father, you promise that any trial that comes upon us, around us, will not be too much for us to bear, to stand, but that you will provide us a way out. And we believe in that tonight. We trust in that tonight. Father God, you see the abuse hidden behind the dark glasses, hidden under the makeup, under the baggy clothes. Help that one in trouble. Help them to escape, to run, to go, to leave that toxic, dysfunctional situation alive. Help them to leave that situation alive. I speak life over every person going through or living in an abusive situation. Right now, you shall not die. Hear me, you shall not die but live. I speak life over you. You shall not die but live. Psalms 118 and 17. Somebody make that your daily verse every day. Speak it over yourself. You shall not die but live. Say it over yourself. I shall not die but live. I shall not die but live. That's Psalms 118 and 17. Help them to realize, Father, that they did nothing to cause the abuse, but that this this person needs some deliverance 
is some deliverance that needs to take take place in the life of their abuser, whether that person is their husband, their father, their baby daddy or boyfriend, etc. Help them to know that the abuse is not their fault. The abuse is not your fault. Hear me, the abuse is not your fault. Help them to know the abuse is not their fault. They did nothing to cause it. They did nothing to provoke that person to do anything. They did not provoke the kind of treatment they they got. It's not their fault. Help them to see that, Father, in the name of Jesus. Deliver this mindset. Deliver this mindset. Deliver them from depression. We come against it on tonight. Deliver them from low self-esteem. We come against it on tonight. Deliver them from food disorders on tonight. Anorexia and bulimia, we come against it on tonight. A cutting disorder, we come against it on tonight. Whatever they're doing to deal with the pain, we come against it on tonight. You, again, you shall not die but live in the name of Jesus. Deliver from deep down within, Father. Heal what has been broken and abandoned in them. Heal what has been broken and abandoned in them, even if it has been broken and abandoned by them. Do a mighty work in somebody's life on tonight and a fast work. And a fast work in somebody's life on tonight. Father, via the Holy Spirit, deliver, heal, and transform. In the name of Jesus, amen. I pray with all of my heart that somebody receives this message on tonight and that you take everything that the Holy Spirit had me to say here on tonight, take it to heart. But not only take it to heart, I want you to apply it to apply it. And if you, this concludes the message, but if you need prayer, a Bible-based consultation, or maybe you you want to just talk to me about whatever's going on. You just want to talk. You can call or text 865-408-8690. That's 865-408-8690. Again, 865-408-8690. Or you can email prolificfire at gmail.com. That's prolificfire at gmail.com. However, if you're on the phone lines right now via Block Talk Radio, as I always say, get your prayer request in your head. Please let it be unrelated to what we just heard the word of the Lord about, what we just prayed and prophesied about, because you should have received all of that by faith. But if you have a prayer request that's unrelated to any of that, now is your time. Make sure you press 1 on your phone. Here's the phone rules. Press 1 on your phone. Press 1 on your phone now. Get your prayer request in your head. I'm going to call out your area code, nothing more than your area code, just to let you know that you're on the air. But wait, 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 wait until you hear me say hello and properly greet you. I'm going to properly greet you. You know, I'll say hello, welcome to Politify You on the air. Properly greet you like that. Let me properly greet you before you start talking. That way, not only will God hear your prayer request, but I will hear it and proceed accordingly. Now the announcements. I'm going to get the announcements, and then I'm coming to the phone line. The announcements. If you need this ministry's PayPal info or Cash App info, you can access the PayPal by going to paypal.me slash prolific fire. That's paypal.me slash prolific fire. Or you can use the Cash App. It's the dollar symbol in this ministry's name, which is Prolific Fire. Written all together, Prolific Fire. The P in Prolific is capital. The F in Fire is capital. Written all together with a dollar sign in the front. 
As usual, if the Lord leads you to sow, thank you for doing so, 36 and 4. May the Lord bless it back to you. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at Prolific Fire, on Instagram at Property Safety, like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page. Also, check out ProlificFire.com. Everything I just named can be done right there on the website if you desire to. You can do it right there on the website. Also, I would be honored for you to sponsor a child through World Vision. Help out a child overseas that's really struggling. You think we're going through over here, they're struggling even more with COVID and everything. They need somebody to come alongside them and assist them with food, with clothes, with just a better way of living. So if you're interested in that, the information is on the website, or you can contact me directly. Not only am I a World Vision sponsor, but I am a World Vision child ambassador looking to connect sponsors with children that need to be sponsored. How about that? If you don't get your prayer request in on tonight and you don't reach out to me in private, your next best opportunity will be on Faith on the Line with Prophetess Kate. It's a time of prayer and encouragement this Friday, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. By calling the number that many of you called tonight, thank you so much. The number is 347-426-3782. 347-426-3782. Your prayer request will be taken then, too. So call in. Then join me, Prophet Stacy, back here on Prolific Fire. Same night time, time and place, Monday night, 10 Eastern, 9 Central, 7 Pacific. I won't announce the message just yet, but there will be a word from the Lord in the house next Monday. So be sure to tune in. Be sure to tune in. With all of that being said, I'm coming to the phone lines. To God be the glory. Going once, going twice, going three times. I'm going to let everybody go on tonight because there are no live prayer requests on tonight, but I gave out my information. Or just call back on Friday for prayer if you need prayer and you didn't get it in on tonight. Everybody have a blessed night. I'm out.